welcome to the fetish school where naughty is nice this podcast is designed for anyone new to the lifestyle curious or seeking ideas to explore this show includes explicit sexual references profanity and some content may be graphic in nature and is not intended for listeners under the age of 18 listener discretion is advised The information shared on this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, legal, or professional advice. The Fetish School content is shared with love and, of course, for entertainment purposes only. Here at the Fetish School, we hope to demystify, normalize, and enhance the exploration of the world of kink, fetishes, and BDSM. Today's episode will highlight kink confessions fantasies revealed so please take notes keep an open mind and most importantly have fun classes in session hello and welcome back to another fun episode here at the fetish school My name is Mistress D, and do I have some exciting things to share with you this episode. Tonight, we'll get into some kink confessions and discuss fantasies revealed. So have you ever caught yourself delighted with thoughts of being ravished by a strong shirtless man? Or maybe you've replayed visions of a warm, wet mouth wrapped around every single inch of your, uh, you get my point. Well, either way, if you have, you're not alone. Fantasies are a natural and very healthy part of the human experience. Our imaginations love to explore naughty, the forbidden, and what seems like the impossible. From dream jobs to maybe making out with your favorite celebrity crush, we all enjoy a little mental stimulation where we are the object of arousal. So again tonight, I want to share some feedback that I've received from anonymous kinksters across the nation when they were asked to share their fantasies. So I would like to share with you some details of some of these very, very kinky encounters. And they are mouthwatering, I must say. (laughs) But you'll also be able to discover the impact of fantasies and how that plays to your mental and physical health. Yes, we all know there is a mind-body connection. So fantasies do play a really big role in that. And before I let you go this evening, I want to leave you with some tips on how to bring some of these common fantasies to life if you so choose to. So again, this is going to be quite the episode. So hurry up and call your friends, send them the link to this podcast because it is going to be quite juicy. So stay tuned. You can't miss this one. Hey there, stop what you're doing and head over to Instagram and make sure you are following the fetish school. I am unloading lots of content as it relates to the world of kink, BDSM, fetishes, and how to just remain healthy sexually and remain creative. So if you again have not already please head over to Instagram and hit the follow button there and feel free to like and comment on anything that you enjoy or you have questions about. I am happy to address any way that I can. So again, if you're looking for some insightful content around the kink lifestyle and updates on weekly episodes, again, head over to Instagram and make sure you hit the follow button. Thank you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Again, I am your hostess, Mistress D. In this episode, we are digging into fantasies revealed. 
But before we get into it, I kind of want to explain a little bit around fantasies. When we hear it, we think, yeah, I know exactly what that is. However, I want to share some insightful information around fantasies, how they impact you, and give you some cute fun facts um, on the flip side of that. So to get things started, sexual fantasies, you know, are a very healthy and common part of our psyche. Fantasies have been proven to have a more positive impact um, on our mental and our sexual health. So whether that is, you know, getting inside of your mind for just a moment, very similar to meditation, this, these fantasies can reduce anxiety. In addition to that, it can increase sexual arousal and sexual pleasure. Uh, If you're planning to maybe have a sexual encounter, sometimes fantasizing about it before it happens is all a part of the excitement process. So fantasies play a wonderful role in keeping the spark in our kink life. Now, the human mind is sexual. It's creative. It's exploratory. And fantasizing is one of the ways that most people satisfy their sexual needs or their sexual wants. And as a result of that, you do experience a range of enticing, sometimes disturbing, or challenging sexual fantasies. So I think it's important to understand why we have these fantasies. This is no different than the trend of manifesting. The first thing you do, you hold an image in your mind and you engage all of your senses to bring that thing to life. So fantasies are really no different. But we do have them for various reasons. And one of those reasons are we want to experience arousal. A lot of times, you know, are especially during and after, if we can consider this even after the pandemic, we've not had the sexual zest that we had before when we could be completely free about being within six feet of another human. So we are starving and dry and thirsty to feel some fire. So a lot of times we will go into our minds and we will picture images, circumstances, and situations of these sexual things. And that is almost, in my opinion, our body's way of letting us know that, you know, those feelings are still there. So a lot of times people do have fantasies because they simply want to experience arousal. Now, another reason that we do these is because Maybe we're curious about different sexual sensations or circumstances. It's quite possible that we fantasize because we have unfulfilled needs or hell, maybe we want to escape reality. Other reasons for having fantasies, you may want to explore a sexual taboo desire or maybe you're just plotting out your your next kinky encounter. So whether you're relaxing or, hell, you're bored, fantasies are normal. And just depending on what's going on in our life at the time, how much stress we have, you know, present in our lives is going to alter, one, the type of fantasies that we have and how frequently we engage with those fantasies. Now, you could say this is a very elementary concept, like we've been fantasizing since we were teens, you know. However, as adults, the way we fantasize has absolutely evolved. Now, there are some bright sides to having these fantasies as an adult. Research suggests that fantasies can boost your confidence. I mean, imagine, you know, having a fantasy where you know, you are the object in this circumstance. All of your needs are being met. All of your desires are being addressed and you feel powerful and you feel sexy. That is going to boost your confidence. So in that way, fantasies are very helpful. You might even fantasize, some of you, about group sex or multi-partner sexual encounters. Honestly, These type of fantasies have been linked to desires of feeling competent and irresistible. 
So again, there are many bright sides to having fantasies and they are always good to engage in from time to time as long as they are healthy. Fantasies also provide an escape for those, you know, if you've got a very stressful uh, work life or, you know, maybe home life is, is a little stressful as well. It is nothing wrong with escaping a bit in your mind to picture all of the things that you like and you desire and you find satisfying. Fantasies are absolutely a way to zen out and maybe hit your mental reset button. But again, most importantly, one of my favorite, you know, upsides to having fantasies is it reduces stress and anxiety. Um, For me as a woman, or most women, sex, you know, historically has been seen as something tied to our worth. So a lot of women would live out their sexual needs only in their minds. Well, the good thing is it's 2022 and we don't have to enclose all of our fantasies in the mind anymore. So yes, fantasizing reduces stress and anxiety. And I mean, let's think about it in a very simple way. Chaos or bliss is created in the mind. We use our imaginations to either remove or reduce anxiety, but we can, you know, you know, on the flip side of that, your mind also creates those anxious, you know, circumstances. So again, getting inside of your mind and living in a fantasy does not necessarily mean you want those things to come true or you plan on acting out on it. It is it is the mind's way of having fun. So in my opinion, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a healthy fantasy as long as it's not harming yourself, harming others, and it's not a disruption to your daily routine. And in that case, we definitely want to seek um, professional help in that area. But otherwise, fantasies are normal and they are a part of our human experience and we want to enjoy them as best as we can. So with that being said, I want to take some time to share with you some feedback that I've received from kinksters, again, across the nation um, from various walks of life, anonymously shared with me their fantasies and I want to use those to highlight the types of common fantasies so that you know that you're not alone for having these fantasies if you do. So this would be a great time to grab a pen and paper or how about this? Don't grab anything at all. Dim the lights in wherever you are, quiet your mind, and I want you to listen to each of these kink confessions of fantasies and listen for any hints of how these fantasies have shown up in your life or if you've been curious about them so that we can learn how to bring them to life if you want to, how to approach these fantasies in a very healthy way and how to just genuinely enjoy and appreciate them without any shame or without any guilt. So again, we are digging into the good part of the show. So please don't move. It's going to get juicy. Calling all kinksters. Valentine's Day is right around the corner and you don't want to be caught without proper tools or toys to enjoy your magical day. So I'm here to help you out. Head over to thefetishschool.com slash shop and click on any of the selected items to partner with our affiliate where you can receive 20% off site-wide for the Valentine's Day sale using the code LOVE, that is L-O-V-E, you can also receive up to 80% off sales items as well. So again, if you have not already, you still have some time to get your items shipped 
in time for Valentine's Day, head over to thefetishschool.com shop. Click on any of the items. And with any of your purchases, it's 100% secure checkout, discreet billing. You've got customer service if you need it and free and discreet shipping for purchases over $59. So again, don't miss out. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So make sure you get all that you need. Stay kinky. There were so many beautiful people in this room. Candlelight bounced off the sequence, cocktail dresses as ladies giggled and tossed their hair. The men were draped in the finest of fabrics as they laugh and sip bourbon from Waterford crystal glasses. And there I was, horny, observing everything and everyone from a dimly lit corner of the room. I was in my comfort zone, like being a fly on the wall to all of the madness. As the night progressed, the music grew louder, the lights got lower, and the vibe of the party changed. Men began touching themselves in response to the incredible amount of breasts that were now exposed. Sexual moans began to elevate over the music. To my left was a man being sucked off by a beautiful woman with shoulder-length curls. But at the same time, he was being fucked from behind by a strong, slender gentleman. Near the center of the room, there was a woman lying completely naked on a table while others explored her caramel-colored skin with their hands, touching her all over as she moaned and whimpered from pleasure. I closed my eyes, but I could still see the scene. Each of my senses peaked, but this was just a fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a response sent by a female kinkster from Baltimore, Maryland, when she was asked to share her fantasy. So she goes into detail about her being in this corner and being able to see all of the things that are happening in this party. And we can maybe assume that she did not want to be a part of that activity per se but she did mention that her comfort zone was being that of a fly on the wall and watching now i can only assume what happened after that you know maybe she pleased herself or maybe she just enjoyed watching either way this is a common fantasy voyeurism is one of the most common actually the arousal you experience from watching others allows you to control your arousal. So maybe you want to enjoy yourself and relieve yourself in the moment, or maybe you enjoy the discipline of it all with withholding um, that type of satisfaction. According to a report in 2020 on Mashable, OnlyFans had 20 million registered users. By the end of that year in August, Variety did a report and, and shared that OnlyFans had more than 50 million users. Now, again, that was in 2020. So as of today, there are more than 170 million registered users on OnlyFans. And that's at the rate of 500,000 joining every day just to do what? Just to watch. So again, if you enjoy looking at the fun but not necessarily being part of the fun that's totally fine even if you make this out in your mind like you just enjoy maybe being that fly on the wall this is completely normal this is what voyeurism is you enjoy watching others you know be sexually satisfied and that is sexually arousing to you. So if you're looking to explore voyeuristic fantasies, I recommend that maybe you visit a private club where watching sexual activities are permitted. 
You have exhibitionists that enjoy that environment and they attend for those specific reasons to have others lay eyes on them because they they themselves find that arousing. Or if you're partnered and you're not interested in going to a club to do that, you can make it simple. Ask your partner if you can maybe watch them take a long, you know, shower and you watch them cleanse themselves or maybe watching them get dressed. You know, if they're heading out for the evening, you just sit in a corner and you watch them select their shoes, put on their clothes or whatever the case may be. Um, or to make it even more kinkier, you can actually watch your partner please themselves again as you sit across the room so these are very you know very simple solutions to bringing your fantasy of voyeurism to life and of course you can always you know take a gander at online resources as well but there's nothing more than having the personal touch of your partner or you know, something more in person, again, if you're thinking to bring those fantasies to life. So with any of that, I especially watching others, I highly recommend and demand (laughs) that if you are watching someone, it is always, you know, good to get, you know, receive their consent. Now, we don't want to spy on anyone or, you know, watch them without their permission. So if you, again, plan on indulging in voyeurism, obtain consent or go to a place where um, voyeurism is permitted and simply enjoy yourself. Getting sucked off. Head has got to be my top choice for sexual pleasure. I've imagined the classic glory holes as a woman takes me from the other side, but I've indulged in the thought of being somewhere public, like a cigar lounge. A gorgeous woman with long hair and full lips brings me a smoked old-fashioned, but before giving it to me, she parts those juicy lips and runs her tongue around the rim of my glass and touches the surface of my drink with her tongue like a five foot four cat. She then kneels before me, unzips my pants. She pulls her hair into a ponytail and leans forward to take me into her mouth. I could feel the warmth of her throat as she moved back and forth in my lap. Nothing says appreciation, like a willing, wet, and very vocal mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a response written from a kink, a gentleman kinkster, excuse me, from Dallas, Georgia. Uh, We like to call that one the sixth love language, right? So we're talking about what kind of fantasy? An oral sex fantasy. If you've had fantasies of oral sex, don't be shy if you're partnered. We're sharing this with your partner. Like that is the easiest way to bring this type of fantasy to life. So, you know, whether it's an intimate moment with your partner or a scene completely played out to your, your, uh, your pleasure, protection and consent, first and foremost, especially because this involves others. Even if it is your partner, you still want to obtain consent and give them all the details about what makes this oral sex such a fantasy for you. Now, again, this can be very tricky because this is not something that you can snap your fingers and have done overnight. I mean, in some cases you can, but again, we want to exercise responsibility and safety here. 
So if you have an oral sex fantasy that you want to bring to life, I feel like these are the perfect opportunities for role play. If you have a partner, whether it's a kink partner or a romantic partner, role play, go out for the evening, have them pretend to be someone across the bar and, you know, they send you a drink or back and forth and, you know, maybe after you leave the bar and you know, maybe get into the car, you know, you, you role play these things out and it still tells your brain that you are enjoying the fantasy that you roll around in your mind on so many other occasions. So my advice to you is to take your time. You want to take your time when it comes to this type of fantasy and absolutely you want to over communicate with your partner. Now, if you're in a male-female relationship, you want to allow space to coordinate these things. And it really doesn't matter. If, if this is your wife or your female partner, oral sex fantasies, when, when speaking of that, it can make her feel empowered. It can make her feel like She's in control of your sexual satisfaction. So it's a mutual benefit um, when you're in those type of dynamics. But again, partnered, it doesn't matter. Communicating with your partner about a sexual fantasy involving oral allows them to take control of that moment and please you to no end. Um, I, you know, you can ask any, you know, S type or submissive person, the ultimate pleasure is serving. And for a dominant person or a D type person, the ultimate pleasure is being served. So again, it's mutual benefit. Again, strong recommendation, consent, definitely want to be safe and use protection and common sense as well. I've always fantasized about having my way with more than one woman. I mean, doesn't every guy at some point? But most of us remain disciplined and we suppress the urge. But what if I didn't have to? What if I got genuine approval and acceptance from my wife to enjoy myself responsibly, of course? An ideal situation would be me taking both this mystery lady and my wife to dinner. You know, get us all acquainted. Because what if this third party princess could please us both? Either way, I'm not sure I want to bring this up to my wife. Given our history, the possible risk of destroying trust or creating any insecurities. I just don't know where to start. However, this fantasy of being pleased by multiple women at one time is something I think about and something I think about often. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll call that one leaving the door open. Again, a male kinkster from the Washington, D.C. area. This fantasy is what I would call um, multi-partner or a threesome fantasy. Now, this is very common amongst, you know, and I know his you know, perspective was from that of a um, heterosexual marriage. But this can be for any dynamic. Multi-partner sex, threesomes, or non-monogamy fantasies are... It's, it's really, it's, it's a super popular fantasy, if not the top, top fantasy. So regardless of your relationship, your dynamic, fantasizing about multiple partners is completely normal and it's completely healthy. And it's something different and liberating because it's completely opposite of what we've been traditionally taught. Now, non-monogamy dates back to the BCE times, and we've seen it play out in various forms throughout, you know, historical documentation. For example, the Christian Bible. Now, and we'll steer away from, you know, theology here, but to stay the course, non-monogamy 
in my opinion, um, is more natural than monogamy. And again, these are my opinions based off research that I have um, done for myself. This is why you see, you know, <laughs> marriage rates, you know, a little lower than we would like, or let's keep it simple. When you look at the animal kingdom, um, the rate of monogamy, it's, it's rare. So here's some advice here. I feel as though the first thing you should do if you are thinking about a threesome or multi-partner sex, um, the first thing you should do is research. You want to research as much as you can about the pros and cons of this type of, you know, fantasy because you've got multiple people. It's not just you and someone else. It's multiple people that are involved. And if you have a partner and you're considering bringing this fantasy to life, I will recommend casually bringing this topic up, um, preferably during like a calm moment when you're, you know, relaxing for the evening or over a fun dinner or even an evening of play. You want to start by asking your partner what their fantasies are. It is super courteous and a great way to open a door by allowing your partner to share what they enjoy. It, it places them in a very comfortable and trusting place. So allow them to share their fantasies with you. You may actually be surprised because what if they share it and now you don't have to feel any awkward kind of way because that partner has expressed that. So allow them to go first. And then from there, you want to have an in-depth conversation to discuss boundaries and rules and terms of engagement because open or non-monogamous relationships are still relationships and you want to be honest with yourself first, you know, consider is this something I even, you know, want to bring to life or make reality or is this just something I enjoy dabbling with in my head? Be honest with yourself first to determine if this is something you truly want to act upon. And from there, you take your time, give your partner time, and you explore, allow them to explore that thought for themselves. So if you're seeking this arrangement, uh, again, you want to research, see the pros and cons of this, you know, maybe read, you know, blogs of people who have done this and maybe how awesome it is. Um, or for certain, you know, couples or partners, it's not the best thing, you know, for some people they don't want to do. Again, these are your fantasies and you have full control over it. Um, my only additional recommendation is if this is your fantasy, you can either you know, maybe it's a specific person. Let's just say it is a specific person that you would like to enter into the bedroom. Again, this is going to require extensive communication because you want to make sure your partner's feelings are a priority and you nothing does more to the trust and the bond between you and your partner by, you know, communicating these things. Now, if you don't have anyone in mind, I would recommend allow your partner, if your partner is on board with it, allow them to find a third party. Because in my opinion, that minimizes any risk of, you know, um, trust issues or, you know, it, they have the control and the power. And again, they may take pride in bringing this fantasy to life for you. So again, back to the mutual benefit, allow your partner to find the third party. You know, if you love and trust them, they know what you like, they know how you like things, and they may actually surprise you. So absolutely allow your partner to take the reins there. And of course, you know, if you're not partner, you're, you know, and you're seeking this type of arrangement, you're completely solo, nothing wrong with that at all. It's just more fun that you can have, right? So my recommendation to you is to identify and become active in online groups that support these type of non-monogamous or um, multi-partnered, you know, situations and become active, you know, introduce yourself, you know, put in your profile what you're looking for and people will tend to seek you out when they have, you know, in-person meetups I would recommend attending those, even if you have no intentions, you know, the first thing you want to do is get to know a person and, um, you know, have the communication again about the terms of engagement. 
So there are several communities and groups and accounts online that you can follow and, you know, get your non-monogamous fantasies to life. So again, obtain consent from absolutely everyone involved and you want to be as safe as possible, um, exercising, you know, protection and keeping safety at the forefront of your mind. So again, that is a common fantasy multi-partner sex or threesomes so if you're thinking about that you're not alone now this is probably bad to share for some and i definitely want to be sensitive to any you know sexual assault victims but i did want to share with you that this is a fantasy that I have and this is actually the first time I am putting this in writing to you so I imagine walking to my car in a dark garage as I reach to open my door a man comes from behind and he wraps his strong hands around my mouth I scream but my sounds are muffled by his large hands I shiver with a bit of nervousness he leans into my neck and he whispers, I'm going to remove my hand and you will not say a word. He slowly removes his hand and slides it down the side of my body. Make no sudden moves or I will be forced to hurt you, he says. Not if you understand. I nod slowly. Remove your panties and do not turn around, he demands. Surprisingly, I'm not as frightened because he's willing to not hurt me if I cooperate. So I do as he commands. I reach under my skirt. I bend toward my toes, pulling my lace panties to my feet. Stay right there. Now bent over and staring at my shoes, I pause as he takes his hands and runs them up the backs of my thighs. A whimper escapes the back of my throat. Shh, 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 he goes. He navigates his middle finger to the center of my thighs. Someone is wet, he says. The sounds of his zipper echo off the garage walls as he begins to remove himself from his pants, I then feel warm flesh against my skin. Suddenly, I needed this complete stranger inside of me. He gently pressed himself inside my body and a loud moan filled the garage. He quickly puts his hands over my mouth as he began to pound me against the car. Slipping into what I imagined was this euphoric mental place, I briefly gazed down at our shadows on the ground and I could see the rise and fall of his large chest and the girth of every inch that he was giving me. I didn't want this to end. This is a complete stranger, but I didn't want it to end. His strokes grew deeper his thrusts created a wave-like motion of my breasts. He grabs a fistful of my hair, and with one hand, he places the other around my neck, pulling an arch into my back to receive more of him. He suddenly stops. He removes himself and whispers between very heavy breaths, Don't you move. Dripping wet, I stay put. I hear that zipper again. And then footsteps. He was gone. Ladies and gentlemen, we will call that one complete dominion. Now, that is one... Um, Thank you for sharing. Uh, that was from a female kinkster um, from Las Vegas, Nevada, actually. 
And I appreciate you, if you're listening, one, sharing that because, you know, as you said uh, at the beginning of your your fantasy uh, reveal here, um, any assault, sexual assault victims, you know, we want to be sensitive to that. But at the same time, there are people who actually have these types of fantasies. And contrary to, you know, popular belief, it ranks among some of the top fantasies. So you would think like, well, why would, you know, a woman or anyone for that matter fantasize about a situation like that? Well, here's the thing. Dominion or dominating someone or, you know, having sex with a random stranger. There's a bit of, you know, taboo and mystique there and so these tend to be common fantasies but they're rarely spoken about because there are people who have actually experienced traumatic scenarios and of course we want to be respectful and sensitive to that but there's research and data that shares a different side of that so sexually forced fantasies are common you know amongst both men and women There was a study that showed that 62% of women and 57% of men um, actually had these types of fantasies of being, you know, forcefully taken advantage of. And this is from surveying maybe about 4,100 Americans. So again, that's 62% of women and 57% of men had these fantasies of being forcefully taken advantage of sexually. So again, this goes to show you that this is something that is not highly, you know, uh, acknowledged, you know, for obvious reasons. But again, this is a fantasy that was revealed and apparently it is very common. Now, there's a doctor, Dr. Michael Yates. He's a clinical psychologist um, at the Havelock Clinic. He shared that first, you know, women's fantasies of non-consensual sex you know are down to possibly you know a couple theories and he says that primarily it's around lingering guilt or shame around female sexuality well it's 2022 and I think you know a lot of women are becoming more and more confident and comfortable with their sexuality and as a result of that sexual feelings and everything is on the forefront and things like anxiety guilt or shame are you know taking a back seat so according to dr michael yates he has two theories he says that the first theory is that sexually forced fantasies allow women to reduce stress um, that it's typically associated with sex Uh, In these scenarios, they're not responsible for what occurs, and therefore, they have less to feel guilty about or feel shameful about, um, and they can enjoy their own sexual desires within that fantasy. Now, he goes on to say that the second theory uh, is down to the dominant narratives that are shown in social media, TV, and pornography, and it suggests that men, um, or, you know, the dominant roles men are being dominant and they lose control around very meek and attractive women. Um, So he puts that, you know, very simple there that that is why we envision those kinds of sexual fantasies the way that we do, because this is what is portrayed in, you know, the media and on TV, as well as in pornography. And due to the sexual history of women, these are his two theories on why that percentage of people, women, um, tend to fantasize about, you know, being sexually taken advantage of in a very forceful way. So my recommendation, if you have this fantasy, um, my recommendation is to come on over to the kink side, you know, find yourself a dominant. If you, I don't, and this is, you know, that was Dr. Yates about, you know, the female and this, um, this fantasy reveal came from a female kinkster, but this goes for absolutely everyone. Find yourself a dominant this to me 
um, and, and I'm biased, I am because of the lifestyle. But if you're thinking about being sexually taken advantage of, you know, when if you find yourself aroused by force or, you know, by, you know, tidbits of discomfort, find yourself a partner in the kink lifestyle, um, a dominant that will allow you to relinquish control. You don't have to be responsible. You don't have to be guilty. Um, you know, taking the young lady's fantasy reveal here. You can actually role play with a kink partner and you can replay that entire scene out if you want. You know, the sky is the limit when it comes to the kink lifestyle because fantasies don't have to live in another realm. They can live right in whatever play space you create. So again, if you do not have a partner, my recommendation is to find an experienced dominant, keyword experienced, um, because we, again, we want to make sure the consent is there. We want to be as safe as possible. And we want to discuss in detail that that experienced dom is going to know the questions to ask you to help bring that fantasy to life with, you know, as seamlessly as possible. Now, if you're not, you know, if you're listening to this as a newbie, or um, you're not in the lifestyle, at all totally no problem you can maybe get with your partner and have them to role play as a dominant person in the situation this is going to spice up things a lot and again it 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 allows you to mentally um enjoy a space different than your norm and that's really the the fun part about fantasies because we get to either really truly be ourselves in these fantasies or we get to be something that we know is not necessarily possible in real life so if again if you have fantasies of being you know sexually taken advantage of have no shame have no guilt at all again that's to me what the kink lifestyle is about it doesn't matter what your preferences are you do not have to feel ashamed or guilty for it Um, and you know, uh, I just want to say this as well. If you are a person who has experienced a traumatic event in the past and somehow you, you know, you find yourself having these types of fantasies, that's totally okay too. But you, you know, my recommendation would be to, um, have it, seek a therapist one, because kink can resemble, a form of therapy and you know again that experience dom that i recommend for you as well they're going to know to ask you questions about things that may trigger you or bring up things from your past so when it comes to something like this you want to put your mental health on the forefront and you want to prepare as much as possible um for any of those um you know anything to kind of transpire in these and of course Let's have a safe word because if, you know, you're role playing and something happens that you're uncomfortable with or you want to end, you definitely want to have that safe word in place um, so that you can still maintain control of, you know, the fantasy that you are living out for yourself. So with that being said, um, I hope you enjoyed um, some of those fantasies revealed. So again, we're talking about you know, complete dominion, um, enjoying a fantasy where someone is having dominance over you. Um, We also explored, you know, leaving the door open and having a multi-partner or a threesome um, style fantasy. And then of course, our oral sex fantasy, we explored that as well. And I also hope you enjoyed being a fly on the wall in the voyeurism fantasy reveal. So I want to give a very big thank you to all of the kinksters um, who I surveyed, reached out to, and being willing to share these amazing fantasy mental encounters with myself and for the listeners of the fetish school. So I'm very grateful for that. And they were quite juicy, might I add. So before we close it out, um, I do just want to summarize making your fantasies a reality. um, It's 
it's not required you know exploring your fantasies with your partner it's very exciting it's super arousing but you're not obligated to share any of that with anyone um, if you you have no intentions on acting out on them and they are not proving to be unhealthy to any of your you know your daily life or routines so um, however if you're thinking about taking that leap and you want to bring these fantasies or similar fantasies to life um, it's very important that you keep the utmost safety in mind and consent of any parties involved so again make sure if you're acting out on any of this establish consent first and foremost be mindful of you know a person's history past or you know possible triggers you want to discuss boundaries and terms of engagement if you are you know acting out on any of these fantasies you want to use proper protection um, as always and of course treating your partner or partners with respect um, first and foremost and starting with yourself so um, what's standing in the way of you and your fantasies nothing at all right so go out there again valentine's day is right around the corner so do your best to enjoy it as much as possible and when you're thinking about gifts for a very special person or a partner consider helping them live out their fantasies so you never know you may be absolutely interested and end up having the time of your life and living out your wildest dreams um and as a safety disclaimer again if you feel that your sexual urges um, are causing a disruption to your daily routine or have become a danger to yourself or anyone else please 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 seek professional assistance so i hope this was really good for you i definitely enjoyed exploring and revealing some of these fantasies and we can learn a thing or two about ourselves and what we want out of real life just by looking at our fantasies and our kinky thoughts so again i appreciate you taking the time to listen if you have any questions again feel free to reach out to me on instagram you're more than welcome to direct message me and i will do my best to answer any questions that you have so i hope you enjoy and yeah have fun living out those fantasies Thank you for sharing your time with me this evening and tuning in to tonight's episode here at The Fetish School. I hope that you found this informative, thought-provoking, and entertaining when listening to those fantasies reveal. I hope that you learn a bit of something about yourself in listening to these fantasies and understanding that guilt and shame are not allowed and you are more than welcome to live out your wildest dreams in the safest way possible. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at The Fetish School. Be sure to share this podcast with a kinky friend and download wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget to head over to The Fetish School website at thefetishschool.com and click the shop button to get all of your tools and toys for any kinky occasion and for Valentine's Day coming up. So it has been an absolute pleasure spending time with you. Uh, my name is Mistress D, and until next time, stay safe, stay kinky, and stay tuned. Class dismissed.